Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. We are ready for another week of Growing in Grace. We're glad you're with us. Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Growingandgrace.org. Past programs are there, and you can be sure to tell a friend about it too. Lots of folks out there who are not in church who have a desire to know more about the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, and um, hopefully this little podcast of ours will have an impact, free you up from some of the religious stuff that's out there, and free you up into the good news of Jesus Christ and the relationship that can be had with him that was established through, well, he did it all. I mean, he established us through his blood and through the finished work of the cross. There, so many Christians, Joel, are, are spending their lives trying to get themselves established with God and uh, trying to make peace with God. And he's already done all of that between us and him. Yeah, and, and you know, you use the word re- religion or religious in there, and, and you know that's really what Christ came to set us free from. You know, we think that well, I need to get the religion, or I I found religion, and that's uh, that's not the gospel. That's not what the gospel was about. And and I use the word religion, meaning religious rules and regulations that uh, we try to keep. You know, our performance that we try to maintain in order to please God. You know, Christ came to set us free from that, and he came to set us free into something even better. You know, a lot of times we talk about this, you know, freedom from the law, freedom from religion, freedom from rules, and people think that uh, you're telling people go out and sin all you want, and that's the farthest uh, thing from what we're saying. What we're saying is that all those rules and regulations, the law of God, it wasn't given to help people live right because it never did help people live right. The law could never provide life for people, and so what the law could not do God did in Jesus Christ. The law couldn't give us life. It couldn't justify us. It couldn't make us righteous. And so what the law couldn't do, God did in Jesus Christ. And he gave us, like I said, something even better, and that is life in Christ, putting Christ himself in us as our life. The Holy Spirit living in us, it can produce so much it's, it's so much better than what law and, and trying to struggle to follow laws and rules could ever do. It's life, and it's the Holy Spirit in us. It's, it's really good stuff. Well, it is, and, and you bring up a good point, because most of us in, in Christianity, and probably other religions for that matter, we thought we were to trust in following the commandments and following the rules. The Apostle Paul said that this thing that I thought was meant to bring life, referring to the law and the commandments within it, it turned out that he found out that uh, it it brought death to him. Uh, It didn't bring life. And that's where the struggle is and why so many people abandoned church, because in some cases they didn't feel like they could just live up to all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And and they just didn't want to have to deal with the frustration and the guilt or whatever came with it, condemnation and uh, sometimes the, the judgment from others and those kinds of things that are related to the law. So we were freed from that. Technically, Israel was freed from the law, mm-hmm. but we, we Gentiles don't have to go back under it either. And 
But the thing I wanted to come to was what you said. We, we've been freed into something else, and that's going from death to life. And as we said last week, and as you just said, that life is really only found in the person of Jesus Christ, who, who now lives within us. And I, I know this is sort of hard to grasp sometimes, and we hear it a lot, but I'm not sure how much of it really sinks in. But he, he lives within us by his spirit. And and this is now how we operate under this, this new covenant. The very spirit of God living within, we were placed in Christ but God also placed himself within us in, in, the, in this new life as new creations. And we're now led and guided and are accompanied by the, the Holy Spirit. Now, is it possible not to be led by the Holy Spirit when you're a, a Christian believer? Is, is it possible to make wrong choices? Yes, uh, it is possible to, to make wrong choices. You are free to make choices, and many of those choices that we make could be the wrong ones, and they'll, they'll have an impact on you in this life. But when you're led by the Spirit of God, you are not under the law. I think, Joel, don't, don't you believe that just religion in general, even in Christian circles, just simply hasn't felt that they could trust solely in this life of Christ that abides in us and that we need these rules to keep people in line because there's just this, this lack of trusting in the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I, I think that's it. And um, I know that within myself, I've I've been there, and I've I've wondered, you know, if if I can really. When I started out, you know, trying to decide if I was really going to dive into this grace stuff, I had that question: What if you know I dive into grace and it causes me to start living a licentious life? You know, what happened there was in my thinking, I was wondering, I, I didn't fully trust in the grace of God, but I found that when I jumped in, grace caught me, God caught me, and I've been floating, swimming around in grace, so to speak, all these years, and it's been good, and I found that I can trust God. Again, it's like you were saying, it's not that I always make all the right choices. Uh, sometimes there is the flesh that I follow after instead of following after the Holy Spirit. But God never leaves. He never forsakes me. And what he does is he gently uh, nudges me back to, in my thinking, to, to trust in him rather than trusting in whatever the flesh promises me. And I find myself on this consistent walk, joyful walk with God, because it's no longer based on my performance, you know, or in my mind before it was. And now it's based upon, like you say, it's based on the Holy Spirit in me. And I think it's true that either people don't trust the Holy Spirit in themselves, and I think in a lot of cases they don't trust the Holy Spirit in other people. So they got to, you know, especially pastors, they're, they're sending the church, and so they need to preach law, and they need to preach rules to try to contain the people and get them to stop sinning, not trusting that the Holy Spirit is in them just as he is in uh, the pastor or whoever's doing the teaching. Yeah, isn't that true? You know, uh, Galatians 5.1, it was, it was for, I know this is a, a, a verse that you like, Joel, or this passage even. Uh, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Uh, therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to a yoke of slavery. Because leading up to this, in the first four chapters of Galatians, Paul was talking to these uh, Galatian believers about being freed from that old system, the old covenant of law, 
and you've been released now in, into Christ where, where freedom is found. And when you think about people who are in jail or have been in prison, I don't have real close firsthand information on this, and I've never really spent a lot of time doing prison ministry or anything like that. But people who are released from prison in, in our society, in, in this world system, they're usually put out there somewhere, and it's it's a difficult for them to go back into society sometimes. They they have sometimes very little means, uh, especially if, if their family isn't supporting them. And there's another thing that's involved in that process, and that is usually they have to report to a, a parole officer to make sure that they're following the rules and, and not breaking any parole violations, or they may get thrown back in jail. And I think sometimes these things that we have seen or experienced from a distance even in, in this life, in this world system, we somehow translate those into things related to um, our spiritual uh, position in Christ. And so I was under the impression as a young Christian, Joel, many years ago, I knew I was saved by grace through faith. I, I knew there was nothing I could do to earn it. But somehow I felt that I needed to be doing something to maintain it. And so I always had this feeling that I was reporting to my parole officer, meaning God. And if I you know, messed up, I just always felt like he, he was there with his arms crossed waiting for me to come and give him a report you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and get straightened out if I wasn't doing things right. It's not that way at all. We, we've been totally set free. I mean, when you stop and think about even the, the example of Barabbas, um, who was just unconditionally let go. Uh, Jesus took his place, you know, basically. Mm -hmm. Jesus died where Barabbas was about to die. He didn't. He was just let go. We were let go because somebody took our punishment for us and placed us now in, in a position of eternal freedom. That's right. It is a life of freedom that we're meant to be living. And, and these Galatians, they had been freed and Paul even mentions, you know, a couple chapters earlier, at, in, around the beginning of uh, chapter 3, he says, You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth. Now, what truth was it? He goes on to say, This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? The obvious answer, of course, they received the Spirit, by the hearing of faith, had nothing to do with their works. He goes on, Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? See, that was the thing. They had been set free in Jesus Christ apart from the law, and these people were coming in and, and they were putting themselves back under uh, the works of the law. And so that's when we get to Galatians 5, what you were just reading from. That's the, the bondage, the slavery that Paul was talking about. They were getting back into that. And he's saying, no, 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 no. It's for freedom that Christ has set you free. Don't go back to that old bondage, that old law, that old uh, system of performance. It couldn't give you life. It can't sustain life. It can't do the things for you that the Holy Spirit himself does in you. Uh, he was trying to, again, point them back to the Holy Spirit who was in them. Because just before that in Galatians 2, at the end of Galatians 2, Paul, speaking as a Jew, says, For I through the law died to the law that I might live to God. So notice that it was through dying to the law that he could live to God. Uh, Romans 7 also talks about that. He says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live. 
See, it's not me trying to keep all these rules, but it's Christ. Christ lives in me in the now, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. And that's powerful stuff there. So that's where we're at. So in this new covenant, when you see things in new covenant writings referring to commands, these are totally different because First John tells us that his commandments are not burdensome. The law was burdensome. Those commandments were. But in Christ, in this new covenant now, we're in a whole different system, a whole new life with the spirit within and and uh, you know we don't we don't live by those commands anymore because they increased sin and and they brought death and condemnation but the fruit of the spirit galatians 5:22 the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such things there is no law now those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. So now we, we live by the Spirit. We're encouraged to walk by the Spirit, not challenging one another, not envying one another, not being boastful because we have nothing left to boast, but we just, we love one another. So we're living in the Spirit, the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, the law of faith, the law of liberty, the law of love. And the commandments within these new covenant laws are not burdensome. We're free in Him. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.